girl, you know I love you. <laughs> who is the? Who is that actually? I don't know. Well, that's Kristen Stewart. I thought it was uh, not. It's Sandra O, oh, right? Sandra O. Oh. Is she actually a lesbian? That's not Sandra O. Oh. Sandra O oh cannot be a dyke, or look like that. <laughs> this like. Wait, I actually need to know. Yeah, I looked at the entire <laughs> the weekly thing or the entertainment thing, and I was like, I don't like a lot of these people. No, God. Yeah, because this is the original. I have no idea who that girl is. I'm seeing Janelle Monet, who has done nothing for gay done people. Done nothing for ever. gay people. Never Ellen, done anything for dykes. Ellen, I think, is racist. RuPaul, Nia Show, send me this. Send me this photo. Okay. I'll send you the whole thing, because people were... That's also what we were, talk, were talking about today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People photoshopped the, the one-eyed policeman from... It's not the troll movie, is it? The one-eyed... Oh. <laughs> People photoshopped her in here. Yeah. The lesbian cop. Yeah, the lesbian cop. I'm looking at the full... Okay, so apparently that's not even the full cover. Oh, I just saw right now that people got cropped out. Oh, okay, they're naming all of them here in this reply. Who is this person? Next to... Where did she go in this full cover? Lily Tomlin? Next to Kristen Stewart? Yeah. Lily Tomlin. I have <laughs> fucking no idea who, who that is. Who the fuck is that? Who's the guy playing the piano again? Elton John. Elton John. RuPaul. It's RuPaul playing the piano. RuPaul fracking. They're like, there is still a shocking absence of Billy Porter in this picture. I was like, actually, no. No, Billy Porter. I don't Porter think we've really left anybody out. Yeah, no one I can fine. think of. Okay. Where's Lady Cock? <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere to be seen. Thank you. They have um, Shit's Creek guy. I've been hearing and seeing that balloon. Yeah, there, yes, there's literally a mylar balloon that is being pushed back and forth by the wind immediately in front of our window, and it's so crunchy and loud. We have those, like, very, like, opaque windows where, like, you, you're not supposed... It's supposed to be, like, see-through. You're not supposed to be able to see anything. <laughs> so when the balloon gets right up on it, it's just, like, flash of gold and yeah. scares me every time. So stupid. What are we even talking about? Oh, I just saw the guy from Shit's Creek. Um, we're talking about a lot of things. I think we're I think we're busy today. I think we we're are booked. busy. Busy news week yeah. over at uh, the Thought Topics War Room. Um, we have the Ebola room, <laughs> the, Ebola. the Corona room. Um, uh, we have okay. We're gonna do James. We're gonna do Doja. James. I don't know that I want to talk about Charlie. I feel like we've dedicated so much time to her recently. I also didn't hear about what you were talking about until right now. This thing is like okay, so we can we, like is it something that's just amongst Charlie people? Because that's like <laughs> that's what I think it is. Yeah, because I haven't heard of it yet. I don't think it. I mean, I think maybe I'm just happened to be surrounded by those kinds of like producer gays that are on my timeline. But there's maybe. a lot of people who are like Charlie's exploiting her queer fan base by saying that she was gonna let them produce the album. I was like, maybe if you guys had any talent. <laughs> she also was like, send all your beats and all your artistic creativity to this email. Mm-hmm. And in my head, even if it's Charlie, I'd be like, there's a possibility that if she uses it, I won't get credit. 
And if I'm Charlie XCX, there's a possible, there's a strong possibility that when I'm scrolling through these emails that are quote unquote beats and like quote unquote graphic design, it's just gonna be someone getting like their asshole stretched or something. Right. It's gonna be like people trolling, being like, "Here's a gay porn video." Right. Like, exactly. Like I would be like, "I'm not fucking touching that email." Yeah. No, I'm relegating that. that to some fucking intern, like, and <laughs> routing that just straight to the spam folder, making it with the people who. Some intern. God, like, can you imagine being the intern that has to sift through Charlie XCX's email to see if to get rid of all the gay porn? No. And then she still addressed it today. Like she made this whole fucking note, like published this iPhone note that was like, like girl, you don't. I make connections girl. with all these great artists. Blah blah blah. And it was like three people's Instagram handles. I was like, you don't have to do this. I wish she was one of those people that just like didn't. I wish she was like a Sophie or like. Someone that just did not touch Twitter at all, did not touch Instagram. Had zero social media presence at all. Right, I really She wouldn't was. be doing what she's doing at all if she wasn't the kind of girl she is, though. I know, because she, like, grew up with that shit. Whatever. Which um, I get it. We're back, by the way. And angry. Ah, fuck. He's angry. She's pissed. <laughs> oh. Look out! She's pissed! <laughs> that should have been on our shirts. <laughs> on the back. <laughs> look. look out, she's pissed. It's like ghetto Tweety Bird holding a gun. <laughs> <laughs> look out, she's, she's pissed. pissed. That's good. We're saving that. Let's go yeah, right just... in the vault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Like, oh, or just like straight up like something from Gatorland. Look out, she's pissed with an alligator and then just not <laughs> Like make it look like a fucking Florida. Like, yeah, exactly. Summer like some airbrushed. Like <laughs> summer 2007, I got this in Miami. <laughs> I really want us to do um, uh, a celebration of life. <laughs> this horrible clouds. This is for my people that just lost somebody. Your best friend, your neighbor, your man, or your lady. Put your hands way up high. Um, okay, let's talk about some stuff. Biddy Bop, we watched the <laughs> we watched the first episode of the James Charles uh, Instant Influencer Program. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what a ride that, that was. It was bone chilling. Mm-hmm. It was... And it wasn't even actually, you know what? I'm going to take it back. I don't even feel that strongly about it. It's like, imagine if you're on a roller coaster and it's only like speed bumps. <laughs> it's just like. Like, you're just like. Mm. Mm. It, it wasn't even good cringe. It was just one of. The, well, okay, so let me rewind. <laughs> <laughs> For those who are unfamiliar, James Charles Instant Influencer is this reality television pro- program, I guess, that's on. YouTube mm-hmm. and it's like sponsored by YouTube. They have like a pretty major budget, whatever. But it's essentially like America's Next Top Model, but it's a bunch of these like desperate teen faggots who and women, <laughs> women and faggots, yeah, women and faggots, yeah. <laughs> and they have all auditioned to. I don't know. I don't really even understand the bounds of like what the criteria was for getting on. I don't know because I think you had to already like be like kind of like a YouTube person. Yeah, like you at least had to have. I don't know if they had followers. Like, it's sort of unclear to me whether these people, like, already had a significant audience or if these were just random girls who were like, oh, you know, like, I do makeup and whatever and, like, sent in a video and got lucky. But based on the the show, I imagine they probably already had, like, hundreds of thousands of followers. That's what I thought, too. It looked like, yeah, there's no, like, like, credentials, no, like, what were the requirements? Do they have to submit a video? There's a truly bizarre cast of characters on there. There's, like... This, Echo. 
Yeah. Alta, like, Elite, I forgot his name. <laughs> their name. Oh, Sapphire. Oh, Indigo. Indigo. <laughs> who, like... It's, it's weird because Indigo's story, I found the most bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> the most intriguing. The most the one that really um, touched my it heart. It really touched my heart because it was sort of like the most like bare bones delineation of like this thing where like the second you get on TV, you have to tell people what's the most fucked up thing in your life. Like before <laughs> he even said anything about who he was, where he was from, what kind of makeup he did, all that kind of shit. He was like, my dad got deported. <laughs> and as soon as my dad got deported, I knew I needed to come to L.A. to do makeup. And it's like, okay, work. And there was like, <laughs> there was really no through line. Like, it didn't really make sense. Like, why? Very, like, there like, was no connection. <laughs> I admire that there was like no emotion. It was kind of exciting. Yeah. Hi, guys. My name is Indigo. So my dad got deported, but that didn't stop me from moving to L.A. <laughs> 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 my dad's I, back in Mexico. Like I love that. <laughs> but that, that doesn't stop me from sucking dick. <laughs> I love that tone. When, yeah, when right. talking, when discussing, this sort of like very exuberant, and also like meanwhile, of course, Indigo's posture is this sort of like boobs posture. <laughs> yeah. This kind of like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like just if someone went like, yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's sort of like. Postured in the seat where it seems like he's sort of slouched really low in the chair and is like has the shoulders hunched. I'm, I'm doing a visual. Right. Yeah. <laughs> really, it looks like I'm flapping yeah. my wings. But, um, and the, yeah. He was, yeah, it was special because I think like the first challenge, like when you first meet the people, mm-hmm. it, the, the very first challenge was like, all right, do a makeup, do a face, do a beat that represents you, who you are, yeah. and who has a fucking cardboard construction covering his entire head. Indigo. Right. Well, that challenge was fucking weird to me, too, that it was like you have to show up to the studio fully done up in some look. (laughs) And it's like jeans, t shirt, and then just crazy, psychotic thing that I'm like, I'm sure some of these girls, like, I mean, one of the girls' stories was like, I always used to like, I'm what's, I'm that girl who like walking down the hallways at school. Everyone's always whispering like, "Oh my god, she has way too much makeup on." I'm like, it's not that you have too much makeup on; it's that you have like the Mona Lisa painted on your face every fucking day, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> where, people, where people are probably like, "Damn, bitch, just chill a little bit." Yeah, like, exactly. And it, it uh, most of it was bad too. Like, I don't remember mm-hmm. feeling especially really wowed by but like any, <laughs> any of the really, makeup yeah. jobs. But I I was most intrigued, actually, not by Indigo, but by this fucking. <laughs> horrible little like pedophile bait be- <laughs> what's his fucking name like manny I no that's this not manny name. it doesn't matter you would know her in a line in a second if yeah you ever see it's the like show. someone that actually 100 percent could pass as like a four dollar like, like like yeah like literally like jail bait like yeah it, it was it was um special so the I, whatever the point yeah. being the first <laughs> the first challenge is that they have to show up in full makeup whatever and then the preceding challenge is that they have to go into this room <laughs> that is like sponsored to the fucking brim by like Ulta Morphe like literally all of these like brands that like are sort of like the the staples of like YouTube makeup shit mm-hmm. that like clearly are getting plugged every four seconds and like YouTube was just like just give us all your money at once right like, literally yeah if, like the beauty industry produced this in this with the snap of their fingers exactly they were able to get these hot ass judges which yeah so they pluck the product off the wall and they say okay you have to make an ad for this product right here mm-hmm. right now 
and sell it to us and then we'll judge you on the quality of your ad. Yeah. So what the show winds up being is nine different commercials for Alta. It was like like or like Morphe Beauty. Right. It was like you have you have three hours to become a salesperson, sell us this product, edit yeah. the video, put on a beat, eat a cracker, and yeah. like and show it to us. And then of course the commercial ends up being like indigo being like, Everybody hates me. <laughs> <laughs> Try this eyeliner. Are you fat and ugly? Well this isn't gonna help you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like shit like that. Yeah. And it, it it was truly like I watched the, um, I feel like I'm always referencing this, but because apparently it had a huge impact on me, but the Gwyneth Paltrow Goob show. Where, <laughs> you like, mentioned that last time, yeah. Where she, like, like, that is, like, infotainment. Like, it's, like, mm-hmm. somebody's brand being, like, come up onto this fucking mountain and I'll teach you how to survive the cold or whatever. But, like, it really, yeah. it's, like, a, it's a travel brochure, mm-hmm. essentially, or, like, right. for this extremely expensive therapy. This show is, like, <laughs> it's just, it's, like, a way for them to be, like, okay, we're going to make eight ads into a TV show that you voluntarily watch. Right. <laughs> Literally. And then, to add insult to injury, James Charles is the host. Right. And we're going to get these, like, 18-year-olds and moms. Yeah, there's one girl, to there's one girl yeah. who has a kid, mm-hmm. and she's sort of... And you could tell on her face that she's, like, reeking the bullshit. Like, once she's there, she's, like, they were, like, you don't seem, like, very excited. Like, you say you're excited, but it doesn't show on your face. She goes, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because for her commercial, she literally goes, I am so excited. Look at it. (laughs) Look at at the product. And James did not like it. James did not like it. Which was really a bad look because James could not get enough of the white girl. <laughs> who was like the white girl was like this is gonna be a sloppy hot mess I'm yeah. disgusted at whatever's gonna come up on the TV <laughs> and then they go oh my god I loved it got, oh my god oh whoa, my god, whoa. Whoa. so then the other to, and then in addition to James Charles being I don't even just a fucking alien like like it's trying to dress like Rihanna early 2000s but as James Charles oh my god like I don't watch that much YouTube and I certainly don't watch like that corner where like I don't really no. think I've interacted with James Charles that much like I feel mm-hmm. like my understanding of James Charles is like the avatar on Twitter next to like some joke like some <laughs> awful thing about like Ebola or like think <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, fat people or whatever yeah so when like actually hearing James Charles's voice which has a very like Ross Matthews's quality to it mm-hmm. which is very like Hey, so, like, I, I don't even know, like, what's really going on here, but, like, I just really, blah, 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 like, just sort of like, very, like, cannot Tom, get a sentence out fast enough. <laughs> like, Tom and Jerry on the red carpet, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, he has this sort of, like, porky pig quality to his voice. That's <laughs> very, like, difficult for me to, like. <laughs> I know, it's, like, very cartoon, very, like, I'm constantly out of breath, but I'm not going to show it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like and just like clearly was honestly like when I finished it I hate it. obviously the show is ho- abysmal <laughs> hopeless just a very hopeless. dark actually dark dark programming <laughs> but um the <laughs> like my take that I actually came away from it with was like I actually found myself kind of enjoying James Charles I I do I honestly <laughs> controversial but I kind of like him just because he like is. 20 i think he's not even 21 yet i want to no. say well i have or such 21 a, but like still younger than us i have and an he, insane fatuation with anybody who has survived that many rounds of cancellation if you were still obsessed with him and like still pops back up, up. Yeah, yeah right exactly like, like the jeffree star doc mm-hmm. which was a 
quality piece of television. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is kind of, I mean, I imagine that James Charles's life is not that much farther away from that. We're going to get a James Charles documentary in 10 years. And yeah. so much is going to come out about him being like, killed or like. right but like james charles is also like weirdly celibate like there's a lot of stuff out there about like yeah. james like doesn't have sex like he's like a virgin which or is like yeah which is weird because a lot of his controversy was around like him like trying to like he's a sex predator guys. i was yeah. like okay but he's a virgin <laughs> i was like also like i that 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 controversy i never really understood because to me i, I was like if james charles managed to fuck a straight guy it would be cool <laughs> and if it's every gay man's dream god right exactly like, it was like don't act like you bitches are not have not been trying this or like, right like he was uh, like a like yeah that's the thing is that he's very young and he's very like pr minded which very i much love that. i like that too like he <laughs> at a, the end of the show he personally eliminates the girls <gasps> in person <laughs> i forgot about that part <laughs> He doesn't sit behind the booth. He doesn't no, like. There's there's no, there's no security. Like, like he goes and he's like, that bitch could hit you. Like, Seriously, <laughs> get so close. Okay, so let, let me. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the, the end. scene. Yeah. So the way that they eliminate is very much like the circle, where they like put them all in this individual like green screen room, and they have a message, a video message from James Charles pops up on their screen one by one to say you're amazing, we love you, you win, or, like, you're safe, whatever. And then, for the people who lose, <laughs> the screen goes black. <laughs> Total radio silence in your And you room. can see it in their eyes. And they, yeah, the life sucked the out of life these poor, completely sucked out. Like 19-year-old's faces just gone. <laughs> like, this fucking, like, Hiroshima of depression. Oh, my God, like. completely bombed, robbed in the room. And then James Charles just blew, just... In this like day beat and like red panties, like comes in, <laughs> comes in the room, <laughs> gets so like, inches away from the person and goes, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. We're totally sending you home." <laughs> Just no rehearsal. His pacing is so bizarre and inhuman. Like, and the girl that went sent. <laughs> The girl that got sent home didn't say a word. No, she didn't say anything. And then, while they're crying, they make them film a YouTube video. (laughs) So James gets on camera, sits down on the bench next to them, says, move. (laughs) Sits next to them and turns the camera on while this girl is sobbing because her whole life is flashing before her eyes. It's a show. And you went home first. And goes, hey, never give up on your dreams. I'm James Charles. Subscribe to her channel. And then forces them to plug their hand, like their channel. It says, like, say your channel URL. Say it. Say your channel. <laughs> and then like, this girl's through tears. It's like, yeah. Katie XO fucking 420, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so brutal. Katie XO 420. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, when he was walking in, it was like, I want him to pull out a gun. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> screen goes black James Charles kills you yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because it's like this the girl that went home first well spoiler alert it's not a boy yeah it's, whatever yeah. <laughs> one of the gals shocker yeah, yeah one, one of the divas goes home one of the divas goes home <laughs> and she literally says no words she like literally like no excitement to even see James Charles she's just deadpan like literally silent like a like imagine that you're like a sophomore in high school and like your mom walks in your room like yeah. that's kind of like the mm-hmm. and all the other contestants in the safe room are like oh my god where's sarah and it was like bang bang <laughs> 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 
And then Jesus is like, all right, guys. He comes in with a makeup wipe oh, and takes her him. whole look off <laughs> by hand. And you says, walk- you're going home. You're you going walk- home. You have to leave. He walks into the safe room and he takes a makeup wipe to wipe the little bit of blood on his forehead. <laughs> and then recontours. <laughs> and then plugs the product. Oh, fuck. The guest judges were Paris Hilton and the creative director of Anastasia Beverly Hills, which... Yet Norvina Beverly Hills, who looked literally dead. Like, yeah, she looked stupid. Fucking literally looked like a reanimated corpse. Mm-hmm. And then Paris Hilton is just whatever. Paris Hilton has never said an insightful thing in her life. She's just like... <laughs> just even when she's trying. Like, I don't know if you watched the, um, the fire really fest. She's fucking no. smart and, like, is a businesswoman. But, like, she knows. She's like, I don't have to fucking try anymore. Yeah. And I love that. So, like, whenever she's actually on TV, I'm like, wow. All, like, all of her critiques were like, I love your hair. She's like so good. Like, it's not even, like... It's really hard to fake, like, true brain dead. And she, like, acts so well. <laughs> so outside of your video, I can just tell that you're a great person. And I love that. <laughs> yeah, I just got a really good read on you. Mm-hmm. You seem really good. And then Norvina had the same thing every single time, which was like, I really want you to, like, tell us more about the product. Can you introduce the product? You didn't really show it. Um, and when I'm... <laughs> <laughs> when I'm looking to hire high schoolers, you really need to, need to sell the product. <laughs> yeah. I don't just hire any 14-year-old little faggot. I, <laughs> I Like, all of her things were just, like... <laughs> Every time a video would come up, her eyebrows would raise and her eyes would, like, <laughs> pop out of her skull. And she'd be like... As if she hated every single one. My other favorite part of the episode was when James is saying goodbye to the judges, like, goodbye and thank you. Hugs Paris and goes, oh my god, Paris, I love you, you're my best friend. And then looks at Norvina, doesn't touch her, stand, like, sits at a comfortable distance and says, and Norvina, thank you as well. <laughs> like, too scared to touch like, her. what's going on? There's just a lot of layers to the show, but um, it was definitely <laughs> extremely brutal programming. I couldn't... Um, I couldn't even make it past. We'd watched one episode, and I, I wanted to watch it because I thought it was going to be like good cringe, like really bad. But like that's why I watched reality right, TV like, because tr- it's like train like, wreck, like good train wreck. But it was just like there was. It, it was uh, just lukewarm reality TV. Yeah, there wasn't enough there. There wasn't yeah. enough content. And like I saw little bits of later episodes where like people were kind of up in arms about this one, where like the <clears> plot was like, oh, like film an apology video. But I, I bet you even that was stupid as fuck. Like, it's one of those things where it's like... Be fake crying. I mean, we're essentially talking about drag queens here, about people who, like, can't even commit to the bit. Like, they still want to wear jeans, you know? Right, Like, yeah. there's no... Like... I wish it was, like, take the same concept. But, like, if you're going to run with that kind of shit, you have to really run with it. Yeah. You're going to fake an apology video, but we have a live audience of a thousand people and you have to say the N-word. Yeah. And then make the apology. <laughs> yeah. Like that, Like if you're going to do that, do it. <laughs> what are you apologizing for? Whoever gets up in front of this crowd and says the N-word first gets $100,000 and then someone does it right away. <laughs> that little 14-year-old boy does it instantly <laughs> and they go, I heard what you said. You're going home. You're going home. That was a 10. <laughs> <laughs> See, we need to be the creative directors of this show. <laughs> In front of the CEO yeah. of Ulta. <laughs> like, hear me out. Hear me out. You're going to weather one N-word scandal. 
than that. Joyce yells would be bigger than ever. We really need to know that you guys are ready to handle anything in this world. God. <laughs> this beauty industry. Well, if you haven't had a racist scandal. Like bag. God. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. There's nothing else to say about that. <laughs> no. Don't watch it. It wasn't very good, but we did for that. you. So yeah. you're welcome. Um, Speaking of controversy. Yes. Uh, people who were embroiled in uh, media drama this week. Uh, so, <clears throat> do, okay. So, first of all, a moment <clears throat> of celebration. Yes. Wow. Doja Cat and Nicki Minaj have gone number one on Billboard for the Say So remix. Absolutely amazing. It's Nicki's number one, which yes. is gr- okay, good. Uh-huh. A historic yeah. upset. We mm-hmm. were up against some pretty big competition. Yeah. We had Beyonce and Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, and Megan. a far better song yeah, <laughs> to true, go yeah. up against in terms of... Uh, I, I was actually genuinely really surprised by mm-hmm. the Savage remix not being number one. I feel like everything that I kind of was getting like fed from social media, that's what made me think that that was going to go number one. Yeah, I mean, it's probably just... I, I equated it to the fact that I think Say So is just a bigger song than Savage. Like... That's think, what my theory was, yeah. Where it's like, if you're going to listen to the song, people are going to be like, well, I might as well listen to the remix. Yeah, like Say So sort of has this thing that's like, has sort of super bass appeal where like the chorus being sung and kind of like it's a half pop song, half rap song. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like has this like mom appeal that like, I bet you like a lot of people who aren't just like TikTok teens and like rap mm-hmm. fans are not listening to Say So or are listening to Say So but are not listening to Savage. Right. Say So uh, it reaches more of the population than yeah. Savage would because people hate Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> and I also think that Savage is just sort of like adult a little bit. Like it has this sort of like sexy, like it's hard to get that on the radio, only fans rap. And like with, <laughs> apparently, this was something new to me because my sister brought this up, that mm-hmm. there are Beyonce fans that <laughs> don't like when she kind of like acts a little out of her element, aka sure. like rapping a little bit. Yeah. Because... Like swagger Beyonce, right? And that's kind of something that I like when Beyonce. They like gets a Beyonce, messy. but they don't like Yonce. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so my sister kind of brought up the point where it was like, mm, it didn't feel like very much her thing to kind of jump on, and I kind of got that because she does rap about like OnlyFans and TikTok. Where sure. like, sure, yeah. <laughs> I, guess, I mean, yeah. I thought that it was. I don't know. I'm still a pretty big fan of this. I love it. I love it's it. It's really I love really that. good. Yeah, I do like when Beyonce's like voice is sort of. Like when she's like talking down to like, yeah, like Jay. grovelly and screamy. <laughs> yeah, like right. I do kind of like that. But also, I I guess I sort of understand the uh, desire to see her sort of be like <clears throat> sweet, like Destiny's Child type Beyonce or like B Day Beyonce kind of. Especially when you like grow up with Beyonce and like that's yeah, her entire like because she has really changed a lot in the last couple of years. Like, has, but yeah. between being just like this sort of like round the way girl, like I mean, if you look at like Dangerously in Love mm-hmm. versus like kind of like self-titled and onward where she was sort of this like mm-hmm. upper echelon like i have a billion dollars beyonce <laughs> you know what i mean like it's kind yeah. of two different people like a now eat this pussy beyonce <laughs> yeah <laughs> right exactly yeah but it's like especially i think between lemonade being so what it was and yeah. such like a big like, corporate event are you gonna and say then... something controversial <laughs> <laughs> lemonade being so so just how do, how do i say it tasteless <laughs> Um, unattractive, kind of rushed, <laughs> unpolished, and yeah. a little messy. Yeah, 
Um, <laughs> no, we love lemonade. No, I love it. Uh, but the, like, but like, everything is love. For example, where like the whole like the, the Jay Z and Beyonce collaborative album. You don't even know what I'm talking about. I do know. Yeah, I do know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my boo. Yeah. Like, there's a fly in the room. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, no, that was where they did the the Louvre. Exactly, and like that it to should. me, like was yeah. is where Beyonce loses me. Like when she turns into this complete just fucking like she's just Jeff Bezos in a wig. Like that, <laughs> I'm not really like I can't follow her there. Mm-hmm. I can't go there with her. Yeah, <laughs> I got. She, and like, I do she think loses that, me. Yeah, yeah, she toes the line in the Savage Remix, but I do think that because of the fact that it's just so fucking catchy, it's really catchy. It's 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 refreshing because yeah. it's has like a Savage element to this mm. like new song. Which but I the like. reason why feeling myself is better than the savage remix is because of the fact that it made nikki and beyonce these girls who were just like eating a hot dog in a kiddie pool like you know like <laughs> yeah very that like, music video is like endears both of them to i think like a lot of just people because it's just a fucking good song right like they're like the fun like hot chick at the party that's yes. like gonna go swimming and yeah yeah, yeah. Shot and like and then savage is very like intense like mm-hmm. it's just sort of dark <laughs> but in a good way yeah, it's like, like a totally Tyler, dark. It's like a Tyler Perry movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> That's funny and dark. <laughs> it's fun, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. the, the main controversy <laughs> is that, of course, this happens... Okay. Yep. This happens any time that anyone experiences success. Mm-hmm. Do, okay, so Say So goes number one. People are happy for like a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. then suddenly all of these articles start coming out of the woodwork being like Doja Cat succeeds with the help of like multimillionaire rapist Dr. Luke because Dr. Luke produced Say So. Right. Which. Thank you, Dr. Luke. Thank you, Dr. Fucking Luke A. <laughs> B, <laughs> B. Okay. I have. Mm, okay. I have complicated feelings about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So. Say so, they did sort of push it under the rug that he produced it. Yeah. Because it's been around a long time. Like, that song has not been, like, it didn't just come out. Like, that's been making the rounds on, like, the, when the music video came out, we were, like, pre-quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I remember when, when her album first came out, Say So was my favorite on the album, like, yeah. before it even got big. And I thought that, like, Cybersex was going to get bigger, like, another song in the album was going to get yeah. bigger. Like, I didn't expect Say So to but be the, the one. But then the TikTok dance for Say So sort of being the... Like, mm-hmm. one of the original, like, big crazes that everyone was, like, learning the dance. I think that that was, like, another way that people were... It just became viral, and, like, it just... Yeah. yeah. But weirdly, nobody was really interrogating who'd produced it, and it was openly Dr. Luke the whole time. And also, Dr. Luke produced a lot of Hot Pink. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think Cybersex is him. Um, he did produce a lot. A lot of, of Amala yeah. is him. Go to Town. Uh, yeah. Like... All these big hits of hers are produced by him. That's the thing is that he's still a very powerful person in the industry, which again, it's like, okay, I get it. And also people know it to kind of like... But it's just like this question of like, I think that people think that nobody's working with him and they're right. just simply not true. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> there is no way that this person who has created the definitive pop songs of the last decade and a half is somehow like hi <laughs> my boyfriend just came home <laughs> um it's somehow like getting completely erased and no one's calling him when they need a hit right 
like that's dumb of everyone to think that oh just also he won the kesha trial so that's kind of like maybe like a like a red flag being like oh shit like maybe there are a lot of people still bagging him a lot of people Mm. protecting him and stuff it's just like i think like the kesha setup was so weird because when that case first came out a lot of people like kelly clarkson and like Mm -hmm. to some extent katie perry i think were like coming forth and being like and taylor swift were being super supportive of her being like yeah i've met him he definitely would yeah but and there was like no really like no follow-up kind of yeah there was kind of like that case sort of dropped off like no one was really reporting on it anymore Mm -hmm. and then to think that just nobody is like calling him up when they need a hit is just kind of ludicrous because of course he's ghostwriting and also when songs don't get big Mm -hmm. and don't achieve the kind of stratospheric success that a song like say so does it's just going under the radar and he's just getting fucking producer credit and a lot of people are enjoying those songs and don't even know right yeah because he's written a lot of songs that have not gone number one. Right, exactly, yeah. And I also struggled to see how somebody who is making songs that are about, like, sex and, like, drinking on a beach mm-hmm. are somehow, like, socially damaging. <laughs> or that somehow, like, everybody is somehow just going to wake up and be like, yeah, now that I've listened to Say So, like, I love rape. Right. It's like, like, the... I don't know. It's just like the whole idea of like the morals that go into this. Just I feel like I'm so one-sided sometimes, and like I don't know. It's just it just feels crazy to me that yeah, like like can we like a can we let Doja have her two seconds? Like yeah. again, when you think of say so, you think of Doja K, you think of who she is on the internet. You can tell she's very like independently ran and like okay, yeah. he has like a name on the pro- on the production. Mm-hmm. Okay, like if that's still a battle that we want to fight. What are, what are we going to do me, collectively? it's just like, one of those things, though, where it's like, if you really, like, if you cannot bear to listen yeah. to this song and it's just so upsetting to you, mm-hmm. don't fucking listen to the song. Right. And keep your little fucking article to yourself. You know? Right. Like, there's just, you know, like, what actually is damaging to fucking rape victims? Having to read about rapists in the news every fucking day. Like, right. Or, like, especially for someone who has as many, like, adoring fans as Doja Cat does at this mm-hmm. point, who, to go and be like oh well you know this song was produced by blah 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 who has this whole history with whatever i'm like actually people would have been blissfully unaware dancing to this song about like ass and titties right and like you're you're a buzzkill (laughs) (laughs) stop reminding us you're telling people at a party to quiet down it's just one yeah well it's not even that it's one of those things where it's like you're arriving to the party where say so is being played loudly and everyone's having a good time. And you and want to saying, stomp your feet. Our world is run by an elite cabal of global pedophiles. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it's just one of those things. It's like you, like, like you're pouting and slamming your fists on the table. Everyone's like, I hate that I have to write this. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. Right. It's just one of those things where like, I, I fail to see what the value is in creating this little cottage industry of like write-ups every single time that a dr luke song goes big and to think that like people really are still trying to play this whole like moral police game with like the music industry as if there was a place in time where like we can kind of go back to where it's like especially with pop music too like when pop songs get big and the artist gets huge it's like okay do we are we still holding them to this moral high ground when it comes to like Every single person that they've worked with in the past. Especially because of the fact that, like, uh, frankly, entertainers are not beholden to anyone's moral objections to anything. Like, no one should rule. Yeah, rule number one of the fucking of showbiz is don't apologize ever. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And there's no, and and we've seen how that's played out over the last couple years, where people keep getting bullied into like 
cocking themselves and saying like, I'm so sorry I made this song. <laughs> like, you know, like, right. Especially for someone like Doja, who I think has actually spoken on this whole thing and has said, when I first signed a fucking record contract, it was just to get some fucking money to make music so I didn't have to have a job. Like, I was stoned right. out of my like, mind all the time. Yeah, exactly. Where people think that it's like, oh, it's so dumb. And it's kind of like the same reason when, like, when Megan was getting under fire for, like, her signing a contract that she couldn't get out of and stuff. It's like, okay, think of who these people are, like, in the real life. And, like, yeah. if someone was like, hey, here's $100,000, sign this contract, you're 18 years old, and you want to make music, we'll back you 100%. 100%. What the fuck? Like, like people are stupid to, to criticize. Suddenly everyone's in fucking A&R. Right. Like, that's what everybody. I'm <laughs> like, like, you know the music industry, I forgot. Yeah, like, oh, you, I, oh, you drafted up the contract, you fucking right. signed a contract for music. Like, all these fucking oh, losers like, who, like, work in, like, fucking... <laughs> You know, like pet uh, smart. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. These people who like go clean the hamster cages. Yeah, these, like, like these depraved, pathetic, like sales jobs. All these people who like think that they're cool because they're like, well, I have money, so I know how people how it works and blah 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 blah. I'm like, no, you fucking don't. You fucking don't. You're not Doja Cat. Exactly. And also, at the end of the day, if she doesn't want to fucking work with him, then she'll stop working with him when she's out of contract. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's Kim's excuse? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's a whole other thing. That was the other weird defense that I saw, too. Like, when those articles were going around, mm-hmm. there was some tweet that was making the rounds that was like, why do you only ever come for Doja and never Kim Petras and other girls like that? I'm like, well, I mean, the point stays the same. I'm like, I don't think you're making the point you think you're, you're not making. Make, yeah, right. Like, that's not the argument you're trying to have, honey. Yeah. Like, why don't you come after white rape sympathizers? <laughs> like, <laughs> there's just too many layers of shit happening there. And, like, anything, Kim's you're being, either okay with it or you're not. If anything, Kim is being smart about keeping her shit apolitical and being like, pop 100%. is fun. Yeah. I want to make sexy, hot yeah, beach right. music. Like, She's like, are you guys drunk? <laughs> They're like, why do you keep working with, like, this rapist? And she's like, oh, my God, this is so fun. And she's like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> I commend her for really dodging yeah. every, like, like Exactly. Thing. And, frankly, that is the way to do it is that you don't fucking owe anybody your, like, hand-wringing boo-hoo thing where you're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, oh, sorry. Like, it's right. so dumb. Like, why would you, like, be, like, just, like, this, like, sad, like, clown about it? Right. Like, why? Like, what do you have to gain? Like, right. no one's going to... Because the other part of it is that even if people... say If Doja Cat was like, oh my God, unequivocally, I, I disavow say so. I fuck this song. Stop streaming it. Mm-hmm. You're right. I'm donating all the profits to blah, blah, blah. That would never be enough for these fucking people. No, people are fucking just bitter, mad, and like, hate women. <laughs> so, yeah, and are just fucking like vindictive, jealous people. And that's where yeah. it comes from. And it's this point where like, no one was saying anything until she was being Got the celebrated. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. this happens all the time where you can see right through people's intentions with the cancellation thing where like someone's album is about to drop and suddenly you remember, oh, right, he oh, raped me. Yeah, it, right. <laughs> it's like, like, it's just, I think it's obviously more complicated than that. And it's like, yeah. I, I don't want to be like uniformly anytime that someone's I mean, because there is something to say that, like, if you want to take somebody down, right? hypothetically, it probably would be a good time to say, well, you know, I know this person to be a fucked up person. They're at max exposure right now. Mm-hmm. And here's how I'm going to do it. But, it just sucks when people have the tools and the, the, yeah, again, you see the trends. People have the tools to go online right away and kind of, yeah. you know, create a blocking or something. I don't know. Yeah, it just becomes more sinister because someone could just make their mind up in the split split second yeah. and choose to go this route, even if it's, like, not true. 
Right. And, and then it's just all, like, I mean, yeah. it's just, especially with this particular topic, it's like, what are you, what are you actually gaining? And it's like this fucking thing where you're like, you're writing an article. You're not like leading a campaign against Doja Cat. It's like, right. you just, it's like, you're just, you just want to, yeah, you're fucking bored and right. jealous. You're trying to like <laughs> fill a blank page. Exactly. With, it's yeah. fucking crazy. Like, and it's just craven and pathetic and weird. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, it, I don't know. It gives me, it gives me a bad feeling. <laughs> it gives me a real bad feeling and I'm going to dance still. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Care. Song's still good. I mean, the Nikki verses could be better, but. Yeah. Fucking Nikki. As long, listen, she has a number one. She deserves it. I heard a snippet of another Nikki song the other day that yes. sent me flying. So. <laughs> 6 9 just got out of jail and he's about to get a number one song. This Do is we the other thing. <laughs> this Do is we want to thing. talk about that? I want to talk about that. <laughs> This is what I was saying the other and day. No one at crickets. Crickets on six crickets. nine. Crickets on six nine. Six nine who is Went to jail not for even <laughs> yeah is the rapist. Yeah, convicted. Oh, not only rape, child rape. Yeah, he filmed himself getting a blowjob from a twelve-year-old in a park, thirteen-year-old, whatever, <laughs> splitting hairs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's like. No matter your what your side of the uh, uh, like PC political spectrum you're on, like he has committed some violation to pretty much everybody out there. It's like yeah. the sex crimes thing, the mm-hmm. snitch thing, the yeah. N word thing, and when he's not black, like this whole <laughs> yeah. like I mean, practically like he, there there is something on his list that he has done that has pissed off or, or Someone, has the yeah, the, or the, like, the ammo to piss off practically anyone who's ever listened to him, and yep. yet. No one cares. No one cares. And anytime he trends, anytime he puts out anything, it's, it's somehow all like, people talk about all day. Yeah. And it's like, hmm. it, spe- it speaks to this point that it's like, maybe people don't actually believe all this shit that they're fucking screaming and yelling about all day. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. there's actually no value in this like moral policing thing. Or like, think of like the audiences that like a number one song reaches and how many people do you really think care God. About the production or like Yeah, like who no, like I'm sorry, like, but like fucking like like Sally Brown in fucking suburbia is not going on Wikipedia to be like, oh no. Right. <laughs> Dr. Like, Luke like produced the song. And even if it even if it's such a trivial like media news story mm-hmm. that like if even if they got the whole story, they were like, Well, I mean, Dr. Luke, I mean, allegedly uh sexually assaulted Kesha. I think a lot of people out there would be like I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Who? Oh, Who the, one that, the one that flopped twice. <laughs> just the one that started flopping. <sighs> I don't know. It's just yeah. it's so frustrating because people still think that there has to be this like like when it comes to pop music, like what what do you ex- what do you expect? What do you want from these people? I'm saying. Don't like, we start singing about like what we already had Megan Trainer talking about big girls. We've been through this whole decade of, of like, like empowerment empower- yeah. anthems and like you're you know like this is the song for fat girls. This is the song for skinny girls. This is the song for black girls. Like this yeah. whole thing, and it's like that wasn't satisfying for anybody. That sucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was all horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're on the other side of it, where people are like, finally, we're getting this sort of like, like I want to create a fun like, song. Yeah, like this cultural Who rebound cares? where people are like, all I want to do is just make a song about like drinking Patron and like great because when there's other shit in the world to worry about and to like waste my breath on why would I there for you making a song about a fucking cow (laughs) exactly alleviate your stress pop music is there 
to dance in the club, right. spill your vodka. Give crayon. yourself a fucking break. Right. Seek yeah. treatment. Yeah. It has nothing to do with Doja Cat or who she's working with or who, what article you feel you need to write. Because baby girl, no one cares. No one cares. No one needs to do anything like that. Mm-hmm. Take a breath. Take a fucking Xanax. Yeah. Chill out. This is like, it's just not that serious. Yeah. And I wish, and I wish that we were just in this place where you just couldn't find out who produced a song. <laughs> right. Like just- it was one of those things where it was like, Doja Cat made it, and there you go. Like, Cool. Everyone clap. Awesome. Right. <laughs> please clap for Doja Cat. Please, please clap. Please clap for Doja Cat. <sighs> Whatever. I mean, yeah. that's her. No one cares when Beyonce doesn't write a word of her songs. I'm saying. I'm saying. No one cares. No one cares. <laughs> There's a lot of questions of integrity. If we're if we're gonna go down this rabbit hole, if we're gonna go, if we're really gonna go there, yeah. Like, there's a lot of other people you need to be questioning, and it's not just about who worked with a sexual insulter. Mm-hmm. It's just about who has, who doesn't deserve what they have. <laughs> if you want to bring it there, then you need to bring it all the way there. Right, but I, exactly. I think you don't want it that way. No, I certainly don't. Right, you're scared. You're I'm mad. not. <laughs> You're mad. Look out. She's pissed. She's pissed. Look out. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Ah, oh, fuck. Good. Okay. Um, we're at 45. Do we want to break? Do we want to keep rolling? What do you want to do? Up to you. How are we going to get there? How are we going to get there? Should we call someone? I think we should take a break so we can decide which of these two we want to do because I don't think we should do both. Okay. Kay. Fair. I think these bitches want some balance. What the fuck is up? I think these bitches sniffing poppers, but them gunners up. I see these bitches sucking toppy for my hundred bucks. Just give me diamonds while they dummy press diamond cut. Like a dog. I'm live from the inside of my mouth while I eat this bagel. (laughs) Me wearing a Starbucks. Hi, can I get up? Drooling. That's the dumbest shit. It's only funny because I keep hearing it in my earbuds so loud. (laughs) (laughs) Like any kind of like noise that I make Mm -hmm. out of my mouth just gets amplified and projected times a (laughs) hundred. What the fuck did you just say to me? You heard me. (laughs) (laughs) It reminds me of that video that's like, bitch, hold up. Bitch, hold up. So, we're gonna. uh, (laughs) People who just spent two minutes making fucking animal noises are now (laughs) going to try to talk to you about the working class. Live from the petting zoo. (laughs) Um, Okay, so there were two. (laughs) There were two things (laughs) in 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 the discourse this week that both of them pretty fucking stupid make me want to die but mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about them anyway yeah um 
So the first was this tweet, this truly special tweet. Yeah. Uh, was making the rounds um, a couple days ago. And it was this long video of these two sort of like every kiss begins with K type white gay people <laughs> who would like tell this story about how they're like, so we met in high school and we started flipping houses together and then, you know, we had a baby and we, you know, while we were having a baby, we were filming this HGTV show, but then it didn't get brought to series. So you just kept flipping houses and whatever. And, but, yeah. you know, this whole thing, it was just this like sort of cutesy gay. It's like TikTok story time, two faggots at. Exactly. You know. Gay people on television. Whatever. It's like the gay property bros, except uh, oh, the property bros are gay. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> and fucking, and, and fucking. their brothers. And they have So this brother. was, they, this didn't get brought to series because they are fucking, and they are gay, but they're not brothers. So yeah. it's not really, you know, HGTV kind of already has that uh, area covered. Right, exactly. But someone tweets this video and says, if the community, by which they mean, I assume they mean gay men. <laughs> yeah, or pe- parents. <laughs> yeah, if the community wasn't all about hookup culture, we could all have something like this. Crying emoji, uh, Uwu emoji. Hmm. So <laughs> I know a lot of millionaires that um, have do it worse than hookup culture yeah. that are successful. So that's a weird tweet to me. Um, and then it sort of spiraled into this whole thing about how people were. Of course, the reaction was not you know a sane reaction, which is like this is retarded. Right. It was the reaction instead was you're shaming people for hooking up and you're. Uh, triggering me for the hookups that I had. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking brain atrophy. It's like... (laughs) I just had a stroke. (laughs) You guys didn't do anything about it. (laughs) Yeah. Now Um, I see I was wrong and horny. uh, (laughs) That was the kicker for me. The guy that originally made that too was like, yes, now! He says, I I see now why I was wrong in wording it like that. I made it sound like I was shitting on quote-unquote hookup culture when I was only stating my experience. It was taken in two different ways, and I want to apologize. I didn't mean to trigger anyone. No. I see nothing wrong in how you choose to live your life, whether that be hookup culture or otherwise. Gray heart. No, the original tweet said, if y'all weren't hooking up all the time, we could have this. <laughs> no, you guys misinterpreted me when I said that because yeah. I said, I have. Like, <laughs> you sound so stupid. Are you okay? Yeah. Like, Maybe if you people were in such fucking animals, <laughs> we could all have a failed HGTV show. Like, oh my God, gay people can't do anything. Yeah, stop fucking and stop acting like an idiot over the internet. And maybe we can, like, gather up three brain cells to organize pride. (laughs) (laughs) We can put it together last minute. (laughs) It's just... Okay. Like... Who cares? Who gives a fuck? I love a nice hallmark, like, oh my god, two faggots have three children that are not minorities. Obsessed. They chose to adopt white ones. (laughs) (laughs) But that's okay. Like, how... Who... Like... It, it's just to me like it, there's this weird fantasy. Um, here, it's a two prong because yeah. you're both fucking wrong. Yeah. Let me here's, just lay it out here's, there. Here's the three As prong, usual, yeah. wrong again. Yeah. Both of you fucking losers. <laughs> there's no. Okay. So, per, Mr. I wish hookup culture didn't exist, gay. Mm-hmm. This person. Yeah. Still retarded. Still. And let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. So, her issue. <laughs> Her issue, her issue is that 
whenever okay so like if you notice if you take a, if you take a, a poll you take a gander no let's roll it back just in case you missed it yeah <laughs> if you look back at the kind of <laughs> if you look back at the kind of people who rail against hookup culture and cannot see beyond it and are just like it, every day they wake up and they're like this culture is so toxic and you know if, if only people weren't anonymously sucking dick mm-hmm. then maybe i'd have a husband by now whatever right it's wrapped up in it's always always these people the people they're angry at are people who won't fuck them yes always exactly it's never not the case and listen it's okay to think that hookup culture is toxic retarded not your thing you hate it cool listen i've keep never that- had a hookup that didn't make me want to fucking kill myself right quick keep it to yourself ma'am every time you broadcast it you are starting to look like the loser you look fucking sad right. you look like the problem <laughs> yeah exactly yes very that mm-hmm. and it's just one of these things that's like you, you your desire to say it's it's everyone else's fault that no one wants to fuck me is pathetic and sad and weird. And also it it places this weird onus on gay lifestyles, I guess. What a weird interpretation. Now that I think about it, like if like, like I can't have a career or a happy life because yeah. you guys, I can't do this because my husband's going to want to fuck. Like, wh- well, like because there's so yeah, many I mean, interpretations. It's, it's and either, like, either what you're saying is people won't, people just want to fuck me <laughs> and treat me like dog shit or, but, or, but they don't want to love me. Or you're saying it's other people's desire to fuck each other and not me. Also, that... That is what keeps me from having a healthy, happy relationship? Right. Like, what the fuck? Also, that TikTok could be a lie. Right. Like, you, they could be like, haha, oh guys, we're actually a poly this couple. Just, like, yes, this just happened the other week. There was one... Uh, there was... um. There, sound um, like old women talking <laughs> about the news. You know what? I just... You know what? what? Uh, there... <laughs> Well, I saw on the newspaper the other week these two gay people. They were, they were you know, they were fucking with the third they, one. They were fucking and sucking all over town. They met you know, in high school. They won the football team. If there's more than two involved, where does the third one go? <laughs> <laughs> it's just okay. This was one of those fake things. It was like, um, like oh, like I saw this TikTok challenge that was like, kiss your best friend, and then he fucked me right there, right then and there. <laughs> Like, why I didn't have time to turn the camera why on. Why are we crazy. taking? Why are we taking anything from TikTok and being like this is somehow a cultural barometer? Like, <laughs> just confused. <laughs> Confusions. Fucking a. Uh, really though. I mean, but this is what I'm saying is that the people that these uh, the anti hookup people tend to be mad at is that it's like some fucking brutal like brick person who is just not even like. The possibility of a romantic gay relationship is just not even on their fucking radar because they're mm-hmm. so ashamed of being gay. They're right. so upset that they don't want to fuck women. They are so like tortured. I mean, the people who like the example in question is just like two gay guys yeah. satisfying hitting the marks of like what a straight relationship. Of what a straight would... yeah, straight larping. Like these yeah. people. I mean, the people in that fucking video are people who are like, I am the man and this is the woman, and we flip homes together and have babies. They f- build houses. It's that's and an have insane thing to want, and are rich and have yes. no hair, and they're both like white and ripped. Yeah. And it's one of these things that's like, if you're mad that white ripped guys won't fuck you, have you ever even met a white ripped guy? Like, like, <laughs> are you in a social situation where 
like you're gonna meet one of these people and they're just gonna fall in love with you. It's this bizarre fantasy that's right. like this pornified thing where it's like, well, the only people who want to pursue relationships with me are people who have something in common with me. Like, what? Like, and then they're so upset <laughs> that they're like, wait a minute, the only people who want to date me are people who are like me. <laughs> What's up with that? What's up with that? Come on, girls. What? Come on now. And it's not to say that, like, that's not me being, like, interracial dating doesn't work. But it's, <laughs> but it's one of those things to me that's kind of just, like, when you look at a person who naturally, their natural proclivity is to say, what I, my response to being gay is spending every waking moment in the gym and only going for people who have no desire to t- be in touch with their emotions, no desire to stunted, be anything other than just, like, fucking like, and, like, being, like, a hard object is right like why would you like, what do you want like god knows that those two men in the tiktok video are like machine freak animals that like are gonna hit their kids or turn their kids into machine freaks yes. as well because we all know how that song dances and guess yeah. what you still want that and you look silly you do you look you silly. look dumb and it's not that you know who doesn't look dumb the people who are still fucking and sucking all over town because they're not even fucking checking for you right exactly i looked at that video that tiktok and i was like you know what good for them good for them but good i'm gonna keep them. it fucking moving right i'm gonna keep it moving because i know the ins and outs but i'm gonna look at that and say great good for them good for them whatever because that's what tiktok's for you scroll up it's like people want like a scapegoat for their inability to accept the fact that a good romantic partner for them will probably have something in common with them. <gasps> God forbid <gasps> that it's not just this person from a fucking another universe right. who is like ashamed of themselves or is or just thinks fucking feminine gay men are annoying because they are. And like, they're, <laughs> myself included. Just know, like, it's just, yeah, that's true. It's just one of these things that's like, it's so wrapped up in this like fantasy land mm-hmm. where like your sexual currency is the thing that like makes, like puts value on your life. And yeah. this doesn't happen to people who aren't fucking gay. Yeah. I mean, even sometimes like straight men fall into that. Where it's like, I just want to uh, date a girl with like big tits, blah, blah, blah. And then the second it's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, do you actually want that? Or did you just watch so many like rock hard titty milf porn right. videos that now you think you want that? Right. And then when you get into a relationship and there's some emotion involved, it's like a shut off. Yeah. It's like, like gays are the same way. Every, str- like fr- every straight friend in my life or any, really any, any person in my life who like watches porn is like they it's like there's the fantasy land where you're like oh like i i lured a straight guy at the gym (laughs) and he fucked me right then and there and then there's the reality of the fact that like probably the person you met is this like whatever like this person who like you have a similar sense of humor with or you have a whatever like right it's like you have to be able to separate this like fantasy land from the reality of who you are and the kind of person that would make you happy Mm -hmm. but Gays are so obsessed with, like, marketing their sexuality mm-hmm. and making their... Se- like, these people who have no identity or personality outside of being like, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay. Right. Like, then they f- hyperfixate on that thing. And it's like, unless I am capital G gay and I'm, like, this lobster person who, like, fucks other, like, you know, these, like, insane, like, you know, caricatures of what a gay person looks like mm-hmm. and are unwilling to accept anything else. Mm-hmm. Like what? Wherever you are, wherever you go, there you are. Is that what the saying? <laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> Where in the fucking hell faggot is <laughs> Carmen Sandiego? <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, and then the flip mm-hmm. 
I don't even remember where we were. The people who... Do you remember that saying where it's like, like, damn, all like the ugly bitches in relationships are so happy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's because they <laughs> learned from a young age that they were not going to prioritize saying, like hot, my value client. is me being fuckable and my value is people looking at my partner and thinking I would fuck either of them. Right. Whereas these people are just like, well, I'll just fuck away I like. Right. And, <laughs> and live. Just, we'll just have, be gro- having gross, ugly sex together. Right. All the time. And be calling it a day. Mm-hmm. And those people are having a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Faggot, you better learn. You better learn quick. And then, of course, like, the pro hookup side is even simpler, which is just, like, you're fucking, <laughs> you have a problem. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, who cares? Right, it's, like, wrapped up in this, like, obviously, like, the same old boring-ass, like, queer theory shit that's, like, oh, like, gay men are hypersexual, and they're trained from a young age, like, whatever, like, risk behaviors, and, like, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But, like, at the end of the day, like, the fact of the matter is that, like, for a lot of people, being gay is not, like, this cool thing where, like, you're in this special club and you get to, like, do cool gay stuff. Like, it's a a sexual disease to a lot of people. Like, a lot of gay guys are, like, I am mortified. <laughs> and will not tell anyone. And yeah. Like, yeah. And then, of course, there's just some other people whose brains are just wired to say, well, I just, I don't want to be in a romantic relationship at all. Yeah. And I'm just permanently horny, and I, I weep for those people. All right. To each their own. But, but don't to each blame, their own. Don't blame anyone else for your unhappiness, girl. Period. That's on you. <laughs> Fix your fucking hat. <laughs> Keep your side of the fucking street clean. Wipe your ass. Wipe your ass. Don't piss where you shit. Don't don't shit where you come. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you get the point. You get it. You know. Anyway, this is a perfect time to segue into our final <laughs> point. Yes. Um, this is the other little bit of annoying talk that was happening online. Um, I will read... Um, I'm going to do a reading of the Ben Mora tweet, which has really resonated with mm-hmm. me. <laughs> a reading from the Holy Bible according yeah, to Ben Mora. According, yeah, the Quran according to Ben Mora. Um, great. The discourse about whether or not working class people are non-compliant with PC language on the job has resurfaced. I'm coming to believe that this argument is just a smokescreen so people on either side can remind us all that they delivered pizzas one summer in high school. <laughs> And then he says that there's this idea, the idea that there's a single shared language of the working class is really stupid, but I'm sure one thing everyone agrees on is that you're all fucking losers. (laughs) (laughs) So this is something that I've been thinking about a lot, Mm -hmm. which is this thing that's sort of been happening. It was a big point in like the Bernie versus like moderates kind of debate, which was like you either can make space like okay do you remember like when joe rogan endorsed bernie Mm -hmm. and to a lot of people joe rogan is this sort of like figure for like dudes who like are sort of like non-starters like live in their mom's basement but like lift weights and like Mm -hmm. are kind of like not incels but like this sort of kind of person who's very like Mm -hmm. The self-interested, very, like, millennial man Mm -hmm. who doesn't really have a lot of interest in, like, the kind of, like, academia thing. Like, like the smart, like, the PC culture thing, like, just kind of lost on them. They're like, I would rather just hear whoever talk about whatever, Mm -hmm. and I don't really care where I came from. I just want to hear everybody. Right, exactly. And there were a lot of people who came forward and saying, like, we have to reject the Joe Rogan endorsement (laughs) because that would mean that Bernie is okay with these people who are sort of casually racist 
or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because Rogan's had on like Alex Jones and like all these crazy like neo-Nazi conspiracy theorists and stuff. But Joe Rogan is just a person who, in my experience, like the few like episodes of his shit that I watched, he's just a person who will talk to anyone and there's no judgment about it, but he actually will speak to like like Milo Yiannopoulos or like right. all these kind of people like that. And now we're getting into this place where now that Bernie's sort of off the table and like there's this whole other thing of like, okay, like we're well, going into next time if we want to get someone who actually has good policies in, where are we going to draw the line on like the PC language policing thing? Mm-hmm. Because in a lot of ways it alienated a lot of people on both sides because some you know, these, like, college-educated liberals who were like, well, of course, there's no way that we could ever, you know, let people make an Asian joke. <laughs> like, right. you know, some sort of, like, ching-chong-type joke or whatever. Yeah. Which a lot of these, like, dudes, like, it's not even on their fucking radar why that would be wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just they don't even process it. Right. But then on the flip side, there's this whole other thing, which is that 70% of America, roughly, is white people. Racist. And a vast bulk of those people are these sort of, like, white people who are not really, like, wouldn't have a reason to know about any of the sort of, like, you can't say that, you can't whatever thing. Mm -hmm. So then came forward this thing that's, like, the question is, like, people have been, like, well, every every retail job or every restaurant job I've ever worked has been, you know, like, off-color jokes all day long. Mm -hmm. And, like, I do this, this, and that. And, like, is there, like, a tone that everyone has to take? Or, like, I guess the debate is sort of, like... I guess the question is... Yeah. (laughs) I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm rambling. But the question ultimately is, do you have to say, I'm willing to accept a certain amount of, like, jokey racism in order to get more people on the side of, like, a good policy cause, like, a material cause? Right. Okay. (laughs) I agree. I agree. I think that... It's one of those things where people still kind of live in that fantasy where, yeah, in, like, a perfect world, everyone's on the same page with, like, being, you know, with the PC language, making sure that everyone's being notified of, you know, all the Mm. things that are changing, how to say certain things. And, like, yeah, unfortunately, there are a lot of people that are just, like, looking about, going about their day, trying their best, you know, still kind of, like, open to learning that kind of shit. But, yeah, there's still a big bulk of people that, like, really wouldn't take the time out of their day or, like that are just still unaware of, like, all that kind of shit. Well, I think it's also funny because there's a lot of... This assumption is that, like, it's intrinsic to people. Like, I think a lot of people just think, like, you're this age, you should know. Right. That it's it's not this or that. I'm like, dude, like, it takes a lot more work and a lot more, like, indoctrination for people for it to click for people why certain things aren't right. Mm -hmm. Because, like, even when I was, like... I mean, a couple years ago, like, when I've been like on this sort of like white knight you know tip yeah there's like there are things even then that like i put my fucking foot in my mouth and like and was so loud about it yeah Mm -hmm. like i had this whole i i remember like this whole like crusading for caitlin jenner when like the i am caitlin thing that was that's the most probably most embarrassing thing in retrospect that i kind of fall for yes and i fell (laughs) in the trap i was like all in you guys are fucking crazy transphobes about like everything i mean anything that anyone had to say that was even other than like universal right 100 love and adoration for her and i was like this is an amazing moment for visibility (laughs) like all this stuff and i was like no it's like this psycho republican woman who like now is like i mean it was like all these moral questions came up that it was like i was shutting everyone down because i thought i knew better right yeah and it takes years of like 
letting this sort of stuff like tumble around in your brain until you can finally like discern like okay like this is probably okay for me to say right. this is probably not Ooh, just wow just, that snuck in whoa <laughs> i was kaylin jenner saying what yeah faggot <laughs> her spirit yeah going through my voice yeah um but like this kind of idea that uh, what am i getting at i lost it with the burp I wanted to go off of that. Yeah, like there were some arguments that I had in retrospect because I really did fight for people that are like that were questioning it at the time. And yeah, mm. me just the lack of logic of being like, like no, me you're being wrong. The like, person who had to like reply to anyone who ever tweeted the N word in high school. Like, why is it my like? Why did I make it my job? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like picking your battles. I think is one of the biggest things that I learned is mm-hmm. like know where you can make an impact and know where you're just fucking. Wasting howling, your fucking breath. Wasting your breath, shouting to the void, howling and the wind. Like, doing the thing that we were just talking about with the Doja Cat writers being like, you are the person who cannot get on Twitter without causing a scene and ruining everybody's fun. Think of who follows you. Think of like that. Think of what you're consuming, who you follow. Like it's yeah. all to your interests. Exactly. And like, and like if I'm like lobbing all this kind of horrible shit all day on my timeline, I mean, because like there's certain times where like I'll go to like... I'll think things are okay for gay people. (laughs) And then I, like, will go into this rabbit hole, like, the reply section on some, like, homophobic tirade, and people will be like, yes, 100%, kill faggots. And it's 800 replies of all these people being like, it's immoral, it's yada, yada, yada. Or, like, whenever it's, like, I just came across a video the other day of, like, this woman who was, like, hitting her son for trying to dance. And yeah. she's like, stop it, that's gay. You don't do that. And yeah. he, like, looks so scared. In my head, I'm like, damn, those people really do exist. Yeah. And, and it has, like, hundreds of, like... And it's just been literally, like, off my, off my radar in real life. Yeah. Off my timeline. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of nice to just move through the world yeah. and just be like... I, I, I mean, I've surrounded myself with people who I, I don't feel like I'm on the brink of being jumped or killed. Right. Yeah. And then also, like, on my timeline, like, I feel like you sort of do create this little echo chamber for yourself of like, okay, like I'm tired of seeing people get called out for saying the N word all day fucking long Mm -hmm. because I get it. Things are like, it's like after a certain point you have to wake up and think, yeah, things are harder for minorities. And like people say fucked up shit about (laughs) people who aren't like, you know, the whole straight cis white man, whatever thing. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I think you're right. We're, it's it's going to take a lot more time than people think. I mean, like, a couple years ago on reality TV, there was no such thing as, like, a PC language, PC yes. whatever, and, like... And online, too, like, Vice Media and shit, and, like, mm-hmm. all these sorts of, like, people who set the trend for, like, what we're sort of starting to unlearn now. And, like, I mean, for all of the back and forth that you and I, even, for example, have done, of, like, yeah. you know, we've, like, gone all the way down this rabbit hole of, like, we have to be, like, social justice warriors, and then, like, pulling right. away and being, like, actually, like, like I'm I gonna don't. say retard a lot, <laughs> or, like, you know, right. all this kind of stuff. And then, like, for all of that, most of that time, me, like, living with my mom or whatever, like, being around all these people who are kind of from another generation and, like, a different, mm-hmm. like, ideological perspective on the whole thing, my mom doesn't know shit. Yeah. Like, for all of the... <laughs> that wasn't me agreeing. <laughs> yeah, your mom's retarded. I just realized. <laughs> My mom doesn't know shit. Yeah. Wasn't, yeah. I was just being like, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because... <laughs> yeah, your mom really is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I can relate because it's like my, it took like years for like my dad to go through like a divorce, have a gay son for him to like a lot of shit to check. Yeah. Where he pretty much was like, I used to like bully and like 
physically harm certain kids for being gay and like yeah. no and like retrospect like i'm going to hell i mean obviously. we even have like certain like, like fucking um like friends in our life who like when we first met them like i mean yeah like i had people like yeah the, the people came up to me in high school and just because i was like quote unquote straight passing which in retrospect yeah probably wasn't <laughs> i just played varsity <laughs> Nicki minaj tennis <laughs> right and so people would be like yeah like i don't like other faggots but like you're cool and whatever and then i remember back then being like what what yeah right exactly (laughs) just 2015 (laughs) yeah and like especially in like in the school that we went to like it was like i was blissfully unaware like i was just sort of like well i mean whoever likes me likes me (laughs) right like (laughs) i guess it's fine (laughs) yeah and then just kind of like Knowing that it's going to take a lot more time for it to be, like, integrated into society, yeah. blah, 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 whatever. And it's, <sighs> it, it is, gets irritating when people spend day in, day out preaching to the same crowd. Especially because of the fact that those people who do come around and they say, well, I used to think this, this, and this about gay people. But mm-hmm. then I met you. And the right. thing that they like about you <laughs> is that you aren't constantly screaming and shouting. And right. making a big fuss out of like, stop that now. Right. You know, and like, like this whole just thing. Just being relaxed and being like, oh, you get it. Like you spend. Yeah. And like, like learning where people are actually coming from and like whether mm-hmm. they mean something as like a, I'm no, like I'm a, like I'm a Nazi <laughs> or versus like <laughs> me being best friends with a Nazi. <laughs> it's like that age old. There's probably some kind of, um, what do you call it back then? Like the, the slowest steady wins the race between a the proverb. Yeah. There's probably like a proverb out there where like, yeah, right. we're like, um, we're like a <laughs> like a a lion becomes friends with like we're a rabbit. A faggot. Like, <laughs> yeah, a faggot is a bundle of sticks, and the reason <laughs> why I don't know. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah, so it's and especially because we know where that comes from of like the whole like using every last breath to fight these people that are still in your circle, yeah, knowing you're not going to win. Every every single like, person that I ever confronted and ever tried to be like you can't do that. You can't say that. Like, you're a racist. You're this, you're that. Mm-hmm. Those people got worse. Right. Like, why did I care? Like, I should have just got, I like, I should have just packed my bags, got up and been like, the universe Enjoy take, being, yeah. yeah, right. You'll get what's coming to you. You're going to say the M word at the wrong McDonald's and get your fucking shit rocked. <laughs> right, exactly. And that's not my task. It's not my job. Especially job. when, what am I going to, I'm not, I'm not going to beat your ass. What am I going to do? Tweet at you? Like, yes. And then it, it, yeah. <laughs> yes, I will. And it just imbues these people with this new, like, confidence of being like, well, now that this person said something, I'm going to be way worse. <laughs> like, you know? And, like, it's... And then I, I think about the other part, too, which is, like, going back to, like, the, the original question, mm-hmm. is that when I talk to my mom, who struggles with sort of, like... um the like understanding like i mean like just uh, pulling an example out of a hat like the non-binary issue mm-hmm. like to me my mom has really struggled with being like well i don't really understand how it's not these two people who are just like want to be different or just want to be like well oh, whatever like i'm me 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 like you know like yeah please, like doing this thing without being like earning the like uh, it's you know what i'm getting at right yeah mm-hmm. but um despite the fact that like she's had some like issues with grappling with that. I just had this whole long conversation with her the other day about like all of the like policy issues, like the economic shit that actually fucks her life up of being like Mm -hmm. the fact that she still has to work in like this horrible, like hospice environment with no fucking like support for like, I mean, no, no safety equipment. And like, she's working with these people who are literally like rotting in front of her. 
or right, and, yeah. like they're accepting patients who have COVID and shit or these people mm-hmm. who it's like, I mean, if you work like a really dark, horrible job, like you probably should be making more money than she's making. And like mm-hmm. all of these things, like when you talk to fucking anybody, anyone with a brain yeah, who isn't already rich yeah. about this sort of class issues that like Bernie sort of stood for or these sort of like working, not even working class issues. They're just issues in general. Mm-hmm. People really have a way easier time if you just like bond with people over the fact that they're getting fucked over all the time in really like little ways. Yeah. Like, I think that's where economically. Like, we're like you kind of bonding with those same people where you're in the same economical boat with them regardless. Yeah. Cause that's, that was essentially the biggest thing to talk right. about. So when you have that, like, like people real who life... like, who's like, there were, there were, there was, I'm trying to, I don't want to, obviously I'm not going to say their name, but there was somebody who we went to school with that was like their sister died or something while they were in school. And maybe I'm making this up. But continue. Cause I'm trying to think. And someone died in the family and then they like had a bunch of money for, or they, they had like a normal amount of money for where we grew up. Mm-hmm. And then because this girl was like terminally sick and they were like throwing, like putting her wherever, wherever trying to save her or whatever. And then she or he or some sibling, whatever died. And then they had like no money and they had to leave because of the fact that there was just fucking no support for them. And there was no medical Oh, provisions for these people. Something in my brain that's like it's trying to pull out I what you're not think about. of what this person's name is, and I'm I'm sure I'm butchering the story. But the point stands. There's, <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of these things that's like when you actually talk to people about like these more macro issues, and along the way you aren't nitpicking about stuff that's like what I'm sorry, but like, like what the fuck is like like fucking Bob football is not going to be like. If you tell him, oh, some alarms happening. Oh, never mind, it's gone. <laughs> like, if you tell that person, Bob like football, <laughs> yeah, you back to Bob football. Yeah, you tell this person, like, if you correct him a couple times about, like, oh, maybe you shouldn't, like, when we order Chinese, maybe you shouldn't do a Chinese voice when they come in, or like, maybe right. you shouldn't be like bringing the dinner to the table, being like, saying like, you know blah blah rice or whatever like <laughs> right. this, I mean, what is that affecting in a macro way that you couldn't just be like one day something will balance mm-hmm. karmically yeah that it doesn't have to involve me yeah because those people get what's fucking coming to them mm-hmm. frankly yeah and most times when you just like kind of like go out go about your day and like it does it, it will come yes and you talk about the shit that matters right and you let the little micro things and you let the indiscretions go away with the wind. And I, I, I find a great deal of comfort thinking one day <laughs> this person is going to say the wrong thing and be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And they're going to get their fucking ass beat. And they're going to learn if they're 40, 50, 60, they are going to get it one day. One day. Yeah. Their beat will come. And if they don't, guess what? They're going to die one day. <laughs> <laughs> So walk away. Again, take a breath. Take a fucking breath because guess how many people like that person there are in the world? Too many for you to even count. Right. So stop pick, stop nitpicking. It's like it it's like it's like it's like what the, what's the hydra? The hydra where you cut off the one and the two grow back. <laughs> this is a bad metaphor. Fuck. But this is what I'm saying. Is that it's, a snail? <laughs> The hydro snail. Oh, I don't understand. It's, it, it's just one of these things where it's like it's like you're it's like you're attacking the you're attacking 
the symptoms and you're attacking the little micro little things, the little bitty bobs that are coming and you're trying to knock those little tiny bits out and you're not going to the source. It's like when you have cancer and you put an ice pack on your forehead. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, oh no, my contact lost on my eye. I just wiped my eye and my contact's gone. Oh god. Oh no. Oh, uh oh. Oh, I'm seeing it. Maybe? Oh, she's back. She got. Oh, oh, wow. That was the moment to remember. That was terrifying. <laughs> I wiped my eye too hard and it, and it my flew to the back of your like, brain. Yeah. And I had a. <laughs> I had to roll around yeah. in my eyes. Anyway, being racist is like having cancer. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get you. One day it's going to get you. Unless you get treatment. <laughs> and that treatment's getting your ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> being racist. You can get your ass beat. That's how it goes. You got the cancer. Yeah. Have you seen The Sopranos? <sighs> okay. Well, I think that's all. That's all. That's <laughs> it. Um... Thanks for joining you us know what? for another thrilling episode. Yeah. Episode 16. Sorry we were late. I just, we just, oh my God, this was Sweet 16. I can't, yeah, Sweet 16. We're just 16. We're just 16. Yeah, I'm great. Looking forward yeah. to it. Um, Again, if you order those fucking black shirts, I have called them every day, begging to really? let me pay. So I'm probably just going to have to do it through another service. But you guys will get your shirts eventually. Everyone who had the white one, I hope you're enjoying. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, right. Yeah. Live over. Live over. Live over. You know what? You know what? Live over. Live over. Bye. Bye. Bye.